Hello, this is Roy Lilly. In um, 1903, uh, the president of the Michigan Savings Bank warned Henry Ford's lawyer to protect his money. The horse is here to stay, he said. The automobile is a novelty and a fad. In 1950, Associated Press writer Dorothy Rowe used scientific evidence to predict by the year 2000 all women would be six feet tall because of a perfect balanced ration of vitamins, proteins and minerals that would produce the maximum bodily efficiency and the minimum of fat. Mm -hmm. There you are. And here's a quote. There's no chance that the iPhone is going to get any significant market share. <laughs> that was Steve Ballmer, the chief executive officer of Microsoft in 2007. Predictions. Yep, it's a mugs game, but I'm going to join in. I think there's a good chance the NHS will be overwhelmed this winter. Now... Let's hope I join the ranks of flop forecasters. I hope I do. This winter is not a problem that money is going to fix, and that's why I'm sticking my neck out. It's too late for the money. Let's start with the people. I'm thinking about eggs. Not not IVF eggs. I'm thinking Benedict, scrambled and fried. A reader, and thank you, Kevin, sent me this advert. It says, we're hiring egg factory people. First shift, 8 till 4 p.m. Second shift, 5 p.m. to 1 a.m. £22.75 an hour, packing eggs and cleaning machines. Now, at £22.75 an hour, that's more per hour than most nurses, many allied health professionals, and for sure, junior doctors. Vocation isn't elastic, you know. It's money that pays the bill. It's time with the family that helps kids to grow and the elderly to be cherished. It's hobbies and pastimes that enrich us and working till we drop that hollows us out. If you've got a driver's license, do an HGV course. It'll cost you two grand. Five days practical and then a test and whatnot. You can expect to earn £4,000 a month, although with a shortage of drivers, some are earning more than 60000 with a legal maximum on the hours capped at 56 in any week. Set the latest inflation figure of 3% against the 3% uplift for nurses' pay and you can see the profession is running up the down escalator. The median hourly rate for a care worker is £8.50. The average hourly rate for a shop worker is £12.28. Factor in loss of universal credit and national insurance increases and no one should work in care. It makes no sense. There are currently over 150,000 vacancies across health and social care and there's no chance of filling them. No one, with even with low skills, in their right mind would work in care when they can work in a shop or hotel for £4 an hour more, and that's a difference of over 9000 a year. And we've got no workforce plan. Let's talk about beds. The NHS has three types of beds, emergency, medical and surgical. When the COVID patients arrive and the flu patients turn up, the medical beds fill up. When the medical beds fill up, we start to encroach on surgical beds, and that's when we cancel elective lists. 
When the medical and surgical beds get full, that's when there's a big problem for trauma patients, and that's when trusts declare Opal 4, they're full. Last weekend, I'm told a third of trusts were on Opal 4. We're number 18, by the way, down on the OECD list of beds per 100,000. But the good news is we do have more than Mexico. And we have no capacity expansion plan, just some fairy tales about building 40 hospitals. Anyway, there's limited opportunity to open more beds and we're stymied by staff shortages and the people who are in the beds, we often can't get them home safely because social services are short of people. And as the directors of adult social care services reported and reminded us in July, 7,000 people were waiting more than six months for an assessment. And there's no coordinated winter plan. Finally, demand. Flu and COVID can look the same, and only a test will tell which is which. That makes sorting the COVID from the rest is tricky. Influenza kills 25,000 people a year in England and Wales. It's responsible for 800,000 GP visits and 20,000 hospital admissions. We're second from last on the OECD list of GPs per thousand, but we have more than Poland. By the way, infection control measures for COVID have reduced the number of NHS beds from over 100,000 to 86,000. And there were more than 8,000 people in hospital with COVID this week than there were this time last year. And the trajectory is up. But, well, we do have plan B. So take all this into account. And my guess, well, we're going to struggle. What's your guess? Thanks for listening. Bye for now.